are. My name's Kenya. My name's Haley. And this is what are we talking about today? Witches. Witches. Bitches. Oh, are we allowed to say that? I was calling you a bitch. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. No, no, I understand. That's cool. Whatever. I'll get over it eventually. It's fine. Oh, we're in a giggly mood right now. Yeah, we're gonna talk about witches. Yes. And Wiccan culture. Yes. In Regina. Very interesting. Did you know they're here? Lurking around every corner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. I, need to I clearly don't know anything about Wiccan culture, but good thing we have friends for that. Yes. So we are going to be having Megan come and talk all about her experience of being a Wiccan person or a witch. She's okay with that term, I believe. I think she preferred witch. And her experience in Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada which is so cool because I love learning about new religions. Yes, and she's an amazing person. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's the thing that I love the most, I'd say, is people are always like, religion's on its way out, but it's not on its way out. No. There are cults happening every day. <laughs> Just so you know, you could join one. You never know. They'll come pick you up in the coffee shop. <laughs> Don't drink the juice, okay? <laughs> Just a tip of advice. Did you know that that was actually flavorade, not Kool-Aid? Wow, my life's ruined. <laughs> Thank you, Haley. You're welcome. Good Don't Lord. Don't drink the Flavorade. Don't tell me things like that. <laughs> Anyways, not saying that this is, but it was an early, a new age religion. It was not founded that long ago, so I'm excited to learn more about what it's like to be a witch in Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. And what that actually means, because I wasn't, sh like, the only thing I know about witches is Harry Potter, so, <laughs> like, it's inaccurate <laughs> as hell. You're like, oh, yeah. Everything from Hollywood, please. <laughs> I'll take it all. One of everything. Yes. So, <laughs> um, and for our musical guest today, it is In Darkness. They are a, uh, they call themselves kind of a heavy metal, heavy rock quartet. So we're going to be all hearing right. from their new album called Waters Above. So they will be featured throughout our episode so make sure you follow them on Facebook. That's In Darkness. Um, you can find them on Spotify and all those fun sites. And you can just go to their website, www.indarknessband.ca. You can buy the album right on there or listen to it. Mm -hmm. So make sure you definitely check that out. Yes, check They're them out. Awesome. So anyways, let's get right into talking about witches. Haley, what do you know about witches? Um, I just said Harry Potter. That's <laughs> That's it? Well, give me some specifics. Um, brooms, hats, wands, you know that Th kind of stuff. Black cats. Black cats. Cauldrons. Yep. Warts. Spells and potions. They're green, right? Well, some. <laughs> Depends on what you're looking at. Halloween witches are green, I think. Can we yeah. just talk about the Hocus Pocus witches for like oh, a little bit? Yeah. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh yeah, I on actually Netflix, really like the that new one. Okay. I loved the original Sabrina the Teenage Witch series. The new one on Netflix, I can't remember the name of the head actress, but I can't decide if she's like bad acting on purpose or if she's just a bad actor. Well, she's also just like, I think this is her first like real thing. It's her first big one, but then cast yeah. better. I don't know what you want from me, Netflix. I don't know. I liked her. She's just. Okay. I have seen some pretty awful next <laughs> Netflix shows. Let's be real. Oh, Immortal Instruments. I read those books. The books were amazing. The movies sucked, so they tried to make a TV series, and the TV series sucked, too. Don't know what that is. It's just a... It That's was not a, a book series. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's, got, it's not witches, so... <laughs> 
Well, hopefully Megan can set us straight about what is actually witch culture, Wiccan culture, yes. in her experience, rather than, I don't you know, think a lot of people Hollywood. Know about factual witch culture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. Like, I, I know it kind of originated. We, t- we could maybe talk. I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about real life witches. Well, we're going to be learned today. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned, and we'll be listening to Megan. Here is In Darkness. Our good friend Megan, and we're going to be talking about Wicca. Wicca? Wicca? Witchcraft? Whatever. Whichever. (laughs) (laughs) Which we're all very excited about. (laughs) We're also obviously going to learn about it. Yeah, I mean, I can't say I know enough at all. Yeah, me neither. (laughs) So good thing we have an expert. Uh, Do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little about you. What you do? Uh, My name's Megan. I have been a practicing Wiccan or witch, depending on what you want to call me, for over 20 years. I was raised in the religion, and I live in a small village just southeast of Regina, and I work in Regina. I've known Kenyon Haley for a couple of years just through common friends, and I'm happy to be here. So you said that you were raised in the religion. So how far back does it go in your generational line? So Wicca itself was founded back in the 30s in England and wasn't made very common until about 1954. And then through my family, my mom was one the one that picked it up when she was about 18 years old. She found the religion and didn't fully come into it, but she let me choose when I was younger. I was raised Christian Wiccan with a heavy influence of First Nations. And yeah, I just kind of ended up going into that. So you call it a religion. Mm -hmm. What is sort of the belief system? So with Wicca, there is the belief that there is a dual part deity. So instead of a monotheistic religion, which is what Christianity, Judaism. So like one God. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. Uh, There is a belief in two deities, either a God and a goddess or many gods so a polytheism which is something that i follow and so for yourself is there different avenues to take in wicca because i know it's it's a pretty complicated system Mm -hmm. uh within the last i guess the last 15 years or so there's been a huge not uprising but there's been a lot of impact in the general population of wicca and it's a very individualistic religion So people can kind of take it as they want to. I know people that are part of, you know, fairy Wicca. There's people that are very traditional. There is, off the top of my head, I can think of about a dozen different types of Wicca that are actually out there. 
And is there books or guidelines or anything that people can follow if they're looking to get into this? Tons. There's lots of stuff that's fun finally coming out online, which I'm really excited about. There are friends of mine that are actually writing books now. And there's just lots of resources that are out there now, but you got to kind of pick and choose what works for you. Because mm -hmm. stuff that worked for me, you know, 15, 20 years ago doesn't necessarily work for, you know, somebody who's 16 and maybe looking to get into Wicca or witchcraft. So you said there are books coming out. Are there ancient books? Are there books that people follow ba from back? There isn't because witchcraft has been around for a very long time. What Wicca is is based on ancient Celtic practices. So it follows a particular cycle of harvest festivals or fertility festivals. And there really isn't a lot of ancient texts out there just because of the writing system that was in Ireland at the time. There wasn't a whole lot of written language. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of sculpture. There's a lot of like ancient sites like Stonehenge, that kind of thing. But that falls into a different category of magical practices. That's called Druidism. That's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> but there really isn't because it was founded in a recent century. There are books that people do kind of look to. I've never looked at them personally. Um, the founder of Wicca, Gerald Gardner, did publish a couple of books prior to the founding of the religion. Okay. But a lot of them have been disproved. A lot of them have been disbanded. It's a lot of like um. stuff around like the witch hunts and like this big like goddess culture, like like the cults of the old days. Like when it came to old religions, there was a lot of like cult worship around like Isis and some of the other ones and they're trying to do ties back and a lot of that has been disproved at this point. So there really isn't an ancient text out there. There's no like book of <laughs> witchcraft that you're going to stumble upon and right. it's going to have all these hidden rituals. There's a lot of stuff that's been passed down from generation to generation. So if there's a hereditary witch in your family, you might end up with their what we call a grimoire or their book of shadows. Oh, cool. Mm. Do you have one? I have a book of shadows for sure. Mm -hmm. I have been keeping it since 2007. So it's kind of grown with me. It doesn't look like the spiral notebook that I used to have. It's leather bound, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And my dad actually gave it to me. Oh, that's cool. And so do you have one from your mom or will you get hers? Um, mom actually based hers off of mine. Oh, okay. Because mom didn't write stuff down for a very long time. So she has taken stuff from my book and stuff that she's learning now because she did walk away from the faith for a little while. Because um, mom's a mix of Wicca and Christian. Right. So she's still developing what she believes. But um, I know my grandparents don't have anything like that. It's uh, myself that's been keeping the journal. Um, so how do you practice in your day? So my day-to-day -day is, it kind of depends on what's happening. If there's a festival coming up, which there is one next week. Oh, okay. It's called Beltane. It happens on May 1st. It starts usually on sunset of April 30th and carries over into the next day. Uh, so that'll be a big day for a lot of people around town. Right. And for myself, it's mostly just making sure that I'm setting my day out right. So making sure my day is full of good intentions so I don't bring any negative energy back to myself or to those around me. So I'll stir my coffee in like three clockwise motions to bring positivity and energy to myself. You know, at the end of the day, I cleanse all that negative energy that might be on me from whatever interaction I had that day. Um, yeah. So those are like little mini witch Little spells. rituals kind of throughout <laughs> my day. I love day. it. I love <laughs> yeah. it. That's so cool. 
man. Um, <laughs> what do you put in a grimoire or a book of shadows? What what is in it? You don't have to say oh. what's in yours, but what kind no, of that's stuff okay. do people put in? Uh, there's tons of stuff. Um, a grimoire is typically there's a little bit of a difference. So, book of shadows is something that's very personal to a witch. Um, not everybody goes by witch, by the way. <laughs> but for a grimoire, that's typically something that's passed down through a coven, so a group of witches. Right. So that's something that's usually passed down from, like, high priestess to the new initiate to another high priestess. And for a book of shadows, it's a witch's personal journey. So a lot of my stuff is, like, my first witchcraft tools. Who did I get it from? What date did I get it from? Different spells that have worked for me. Things that I've, like, like spells that I've created. Uh, Different recipes, uses for plants, because I'm very much a plant person. Mm -hmm. And you know, protection spells for my animals, my house, my husband, that kind of stuff. And then, like, just random spells that might come up someday. Right? <laughs> you never know. It's that true. That's really cool. So are you part of a coven? You were saying? No. no. And, no. But there are practicing covens in Saskatchewan? Absolutely. There, I've been solitary my whole life, but my friend Aaron in Regina here has been kind enough to allow me to partake in occasional rituals with her. Uh, she runs the coven here the sage wind temple here in regina she's amazing cool. uh, she's actually one of the founders of the saskatchewan congregationalist wiccans association she was one of the people that helped founded wicca as a religion in saskatchewan back in oh i'm gonna get the date wrong it was 2012 2013 mm-hmm. okay so we weren't recognized as a religion for a very long time and she had a huge hand in that so and they're an active practicing group they're probably doing something for beltane next weekend like they're very approachable. They're super nice. I've done speaking sessions with Erin before, and she's just amazing. Another question that I was wondering, for, like, the religion, I guess you could say as a whole, is there a big following in Regina? There is. It's mostly out of curiosity's sake. I've noticed mostly a larger following in the States, okay. especially around San Francisco. That seems to be, like, the largest following area. But it is gaining popularity in Regina and Saskatchewan. And so is it the same as if, so for example, if I walked into a church, they would be welcoming and they'd say, yeah, you can do this, no problem. Or is it more so based on um, like being passed along? No? It's no. Just... Um, it could be different in different areas. I can't speak for the rest of North America right. at this point. So I can speak to what happens in Regina. I know Aaron has opened... Uh, things up to the public and they just give you guidelines before you come to the ritual as to what's expected and you know things that may or may not happen and you just have to come with an open mind and that's really about it and anyone can go yeah cool i have a question Mm. so in uh christianity there's a baptism and Mm. in judaism is that how you say it there's Judaism, judaism 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 there's a snipping Mm-hmm. So in Wiccan religion, is there any sort of major coming thing, of age? Yeah, maybe? that everybody has to go through? Not really, because we're still fairly new. I know different uh, factions might have different welcoming ceremonies. Mine was very different because of my First Nations upbringing. So I went right. through different ceremonies for that. Um, but for witchcraft, it's mostly like when you're around puberty, you can choose whether you want to follow the path or not. And that was a choice I was given. I don't know if that's broadcast around the religion. Um, I just know there's a lot of focus in some, like, sections on, like, female coming of age. Mm -hmm. So in the Dianatic 
coven, which is strictly goddess worship. That's all they do. There's no male. It's only goddess. Right. I imagine menstruation and childbirth would be a big thing for them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. And you can come into this at any age, though, if you wanted to. For sure. Yeah, there's no, like, you have to be a certain age to join. Like, I have friends that are, you know, well into their 60s that are looking into the culture. and. So it's very welcoming. Into. Absolutely. Yeah. We're not scared of people. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think more people don't join? Um, because a lot of people don't know about it. I was actually talking to a friend of mine today, and she had never heard of it. And she's, you know, in her 40s, has lived her her whole life, and... Because it's such a new religion, people don't typically pick up on it right away. They're very used to what they've been raised around, and some people may or not may or may not have fallen into that rabbit hole of the internet or books or what have you. Right. Do you find that people are, I'm going to use the word sketched out, <laughs> if you ever say that you're a Wiccan or practicing witchcraft if they don't really know what that is? I get a lot of questions about, like, do I believe in the devil? Do I believe in this? Do I believe in that? Um, And I'm very forthcoming with stuff. I haven't run into problems since high school, Mm -hmm. which was over 10 years ago. Right. High school is a terrible place. Yeah. Either way. Oh, yeah. Which or not, it was not (laughs) fun. Um, I really don't get a lot of negativity, which has been really refreshing over the last few years, which I found very surprising, actually. But most people will be like, oh, okay, cool, you're either a witch or, eh, I don't really want to talk to you about that because it's not my faith, <laughs> right. which is fine, and I'm good with that. My husband and I are actually interfaith. Right. Uh, he's a practicing Christian, and I'm a Wiccan, so okay. you make um, stuff work with people. Right. Is, is there a form of devil in your religion? Nope. No, not at all? I personally believe in a division. This is my personal belief. This doesn't mm-hmm. go for all Wiccans. But there isn't a devil in Wicca or right. Yeah, It's interesting because w- we were discussing this before, but the new Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I love that show. <laughs> but it's, it's interesting because if you think about it, the old Sabrina the Teenage Witch, I know a lot of Wiccans had a problem with it because it was not even close to accurate. For sure, mm. but it was still fun to watch. It was still <laughs> fun to watch. I loved it. Don't get me wrong. Um, but you'd think with, you know, it'd be 2019 – the new show would have done a little more research, <laughs> right? But uh, uh, there is people in the world who worship the devil. So they're not, sure. they're not Wiccans or witches, but wh- no. what would you call them? They're Satanists, which Satanists. is fine. Or Luciferians, right. okay. which yeah. is actually the proper term. Okay. Um, and I know a few Luciferians, and they just practice a different version of magic, which is totally fine. Okay, um, so that's kind of based more probably. There's not the necessarily as much blood as some of these Hollywood <laughs> things portray. <laughs> what shocks me is the amount of blood typically yeah. shown. So many Hollywood. sacrifices. Love me Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, Hollywood likes to take stuff and run with it. That's with anything. Yeah, for sure. They just want viewers. That's for sure. That's all they want. Yeah. yeah. And I actually haven't seen any of Sabrina yet. I just, I don't have Netflix. Like, I just I hear right. about it, though. <laughs> yeah, and I've seen other practicing witches react to it, like, live on YouTube, and it's awesome. <laughs> They're like, what's happening? I can accept that it's not factual at all, but it's still a good show. It is still <laughs> I don't doubt it. I'd love to see it. So. Lots of good shows don't have any base in fact. So. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> so it's very true. even though you say it's more, of, like, for you it's individual, mm. are there sex you know how there's different verbs, t- styles of sex? Are there sex in Wiccan as well? Yeah, there's tons of different varieties of Wicca. There, 
There's Kitchen Wicca. Like I said, I could probably pick off a dozen off the top of my head. There's Kitchen, there's Green Witchcraft, there is um, Cottage Wicca, there is Radical Fairy Wicca, there's Dionytic, there's Alexandrian, which is one of the originals, there's Gardenian, which is the original form of Wicca. And sorry, which one are you, like, do you, do you count yourself I, in any of these, or kind of I, you all over? I classify myself as a cottage Wiccan, or a prairie Wiccan, which is something that I'm working on, kind of, like, discovering at this point, because of right. where I'm based. So, but cottage Wicca primarily focuses on kitchen witchcraft, so cooking, spellcraft through food, and green witchcraft, which is through gardening and plants and learning the mass, like the mystical arts of plants. And all the spells or whatever you use are positive? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whatever intention you send out into the universe, typically within traditional Wicca, there is the law, uh, like the threefold law. Mm -hmm. So anything that you send out into the universe, positive or negative, comes back to you three times over. Okay. So if you're just out there to mess with people and hurt people, it's going to kick you real hard right. at some point in your life. You don't know when, but it's going to show up again. Have you met anybody that does negative spells? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I live yeah. beside one right now. <laughs> like, right now. Awesome. Um, and I don't typically like to be around those type of people because it really starts to affect themselves personally. Right. They become very tired, very bitter. You can tell an angry practitioner when you see one because usually they've been at it since they were a teenager mm -hmm. and it keeps backfiring and they don't understand why things aren't working out for them so that frustration compounds mm -hmm. along with their negative mystical practices and yeah just bad news bears guys <laughs> <laughs> no good no good at all no so i know there's this kind of misconception of hollywood wicca but even if you come into regina and if you told me you were um, a witch, my thing would be like, so tarot cards and things like that. So you practice that as well. Tell us a little bit about how that interacts in Wicca. So that, again, is super individualistic. If you guys haven't picked up the theme, it's just individualism <laughs> and the person as their unique self. Um, not everybody I know uses tarot cards or oracle cards. I use a lot of crystals and essential oils is actually one of my big things. I make my own essential oils. I use plants for their drawn out mystical purposes. Um, that can be kind of quintessential to like witches, not necessarily Wicca, but witchcraft itself. It's really tied to tarot and crystals and divination and pendulums and all that kind of stuff that you'd see in mainstream, like Instagram and Tumblr and all that kind right, of stuff nowadays. Yeah. That's kind of where you, where I see it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So it is pretty common, I'd say, in those areas. But it's, yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. And so your practice as a whole is for you and for your family and your mm -hmm. loved ones, right? So that's who it's for generally? Yeah, typically. Yeah. Uh, there are times where I'll do things for, like, the greater of, say, Regina. Mm -hmm. So if there's something happening, might cast a protection spell for the whole city. Depends on how I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> but typically it's very... For my family, not even for myself, but for my family, just yeah. to make sure that they're okay. Yeah. yeah. Could you give us some examples of spells that you've used? Uh, I do have one that I've used on myself and my family. Around my home, I have three different types of barricades that I've set up. And I've also done that with my mom, my dad, and my youngest brother, mm -hmm. and a couple other friends where I just, like, 
keep a perimeter around their home so nothing negative comes towards them. Not necessarily things that they may have attracted, but anything spiritually negative that could be trying to get to them, right. they're protected. Or if somebody, say, the lady that lives next door to me, yes. tries <laughs> to get to them, uh, gets get to me through them, she can't. Because they're protected. Because so mischievous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really interesting. Um, other than that, I use a lot of spell work and food. So I just want things to be wholesome and satisfying and just like, I don't know, when you eat a really good meal and you're just happy and content and you feel safe and warm, like when your grandmother cooks for you, that's yeah. something I strive for at this point right. in my life. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a great way to do it. I yeah. yeah. Who doesn't like to eat? It's true. <laughs> so. It's true. Well, you have to. Yeah. So. yeah. Might as well enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you prefer to be called a Wiccan or a witch? I prefer witch, if I'll be honest. I don't mind the term Wiccan. I just really suck at practicing the holidays sometimes. Right. <laughs> um, so, I, I don't know. I've just preferred the term witch my whole upbringing. If people want to call me a Wiccan, that's fine. Uh, but I practice a, slightly away from the Wiccan religion right. and incorporate witchcraft into different areas of my life instead of just practicing what we call the sappets, which are the eight holidays that really make up Wicca. What are they? What are they for? What are the holidays for? So there's a variety of them. There are the fertility festivals. There are harvest festivals as well. And then there's the ones that really just get you through the winter. <laughs> <laughs> like we need this. Uh huh. <laughs> So they're boasting for good harvest and good fertility and mm-hmm. safety and warmth through winter, that kind of thing? Exactly. That's exactly it. You've got it okay. right there. Uh, so we're actually coming up on one, like I mentioned earlier, next week, which is called Beltane, which is the first of the fertility, fe- well, the second of the fertility festivals. Okay. It's also the first festival of fire, which are some of my favorites. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of these holidays are based on ancient Celtic practices. So things that got them through their, what we call the wheel of the year. Mm-hmm. So things that kept them safe during the winter, things that really kickstarted stuff up in the spring that bolstered fertility for both themselves and the harvest and things that kind of like winded things down throughout the year. So you learned how to preserve your food and keep each other safe and actually trade food, which is what Samhain, so Halloween, is based off of. Oh. It's actually the trading of food. Instead, now we give kids diabetes. Yes. <laughs> and me. Because yeah. I will still go trick-or-treating if I can get away with it. <laughs> still my favorite holiday. <laughs> I love Halloween. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so based on Hollywood ideas, mm-hmm. some of the things that I know are, like, Halloween, broomsticks. I use wands. a broomstick yes. for sure and a wand. So what would... do you use them for, quick? Okay. So with my broomstick, it is typically called a bism. So... What it's used for is sweeping negativity away from your home. Okay. Mm. Which I think I've heard of that. Yeah. So that's not for flying. No. <laughs> Man, if I could get to work on a broomstick, boom, <laughs> I would have it made. But until then, I have not figured it out. <laughs> um, and the wand? Uh, the wand is used to direct energy. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the middle of a ritual and you don't feel like your hands are enough or you're choosing to use a wand or and a theme, which is our two-sided blade. Witches are different depending on what they want to use. I prefer using my wand mm-hmm. to direct energy towards whichever direction I happen to be practicing in or towards my target. Is it made out of wood or crystal? Or... Mine's both. 
Okay. I actually have two. I have one that I found that's made out of apple wood that right. I haven't stripped the bark of. I It's just a natural, it's a stick that hangs out on my altar. Okay. And there is another one that is carved oak with brass inlays on it, and it actually has a quartz point on it, and then it's got amethyst all over the rest of it. I actually bought it at a warehouse. If you're curious about Wicca, go to a warehouse. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. Also, what about, okay, so other things that I've seen on a video. In I use Hollywood. hats. I straight up will you use do? hat. Yep. Yes. I will use hat. I have hat. lost my hat. Um, it is used as a much like the wand. It's used as like a cone of power. Okay. So it uses brings energy from above, below. That's why it's pointy. To you. Yes. And points ah. up. Yep. Oh my gosh. It connects you closer to your deity okay, or wait. whomever you're worshiping. What about a cauldron? I have two. I have two. <laughs> <laughs> I have an itty bitty one. That I use as like um, you you've seen my necklace, oh my yeah. cauldron necklace, yeah yes. you've seen okay. it. And then I have like a standard like a small standard size one that just hangs out on my altar, and I'll use it on my stove or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So what about the traditional black cat? So that can be a thing. I know a number of witches and Wiccans that I know have what we call familiars. So it is a animal companion. And that's somebody that amplifies your magic within your sacred space. So I have one. His name's Mushi. He's fantastic. Um, I had a hedgehog, actually, for a number of years until Mushi filled that role when Martin passed away. But it's somebody that just either hangs out with you while you're in your sacred space or an animal that just really gets you. And... I've actually found a lot of newer witches are moving away from the animal familiars because I know a lot of urban settlements don't allow pets and stuff like that so crystals and plants have also taken that place as well for a lot of people in urban settings so it doesn't have to be a creature no not at all um traditionally it's a creature so when you look back in like the witch hunt like books and stuff like that they talk about the dog and the frog and the cat and stuff (laughs) like that um i know a lot of people that have cats as their familiars or it's just like a friend that you have that really gets you in a compa- like a critter sense. Neat. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So do you think cats are like the most famous one just because they're typically home dwellers and they, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yep. So is there a difference between specifically witchcraft or witches and Wicca? There is. So with Wicca, it is an organized religion. It portrays itself as an organized religion, whereas witchcraft is the practice of magic in your day-to-day life or with the wheel of the year that we were talking about earlier. So Wicca's religion and witchcraft is the practice. So not every Wiccan is necessarily a witch and practices magic, and not every witch is necessarily Wiccan. Like I mentioned before, I'm really terrible at practicing the holidays sometimes. So a lot of people wouldn't classify me as a Wiccan, but they would classify me as a witch because I do practice magic on the day-to-day. So... Um, males and female females are called Wiccan. Yeah. Are there witches and warlocks? Or we're all witches. Um, I know a lot of people in the faith or practicing the craft find warlock incredibly derogatory, and they're not called wizards either. So okay. just, you guys know that as well. <laughs> that was her next question. <laughs> <laughs> she was coming. But I don't know. This Harry Potter. <laughs> no, I wish. Uh, but no, when it comes to warlock or wizard, that's typically a term that isn't used. I know warlock was used very, um, pejoratively back in the witch hunts 
and that's why it hasn't carried over and I know it has another meaning I just can't remember it off the top of my head but it was super not cool so it's not a positive term no it isn't so male or female or whatever part of the gender spectrum you fall on you are a witch or a wiccan that is that is it those are the terms okay Yeah. yeah cool yeah okay what else Stereotypical witch things. Mm. Pointy green moly noses. <laughs> Hollywood. Yeah. Straight up Hollywood. Hollywood. That one's not true. Yeah, not a thing. <laughs> really long fingernails. Uh, they just get in the way. <laughs> Eating children to stay young. <laughs> not me. <laughs> I have I don't great speak for anybody. Else. I have great skincare for that. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I can't really think of anything else. So some of it's true, though. Some of it's true, for sure. Like brooms, hats, cauldrons, all that kind of stuff. I can't speak for every witch, but for sure, they those are the things I just exaggerate the shit out of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or use them for completely different things, like flying, instead of sweeping away negative energies. There is a story behind the flying on the broomstick. Can we hear it? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so in the Middle Ages, there, during the witch hunts and prior to that, there were people, not necessarily females, that would coat their household broomsticks in what we call the flying ointment. So it was a hallucinogenic, and you know how you're very sensitive down there. It would absorb the drug if they were riding naked on their broomsticks, so it felt like they were flying. I don't know. I don't know what they were doing back then. That is the best story I've ever heard. So they were flying high, and then Hollywood took it little. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, they were just high as a kite and just having a good time. Oh. So, Sorry, when was this? Like, prior to the witch hunts, during the oh, witch hunts, yeah. that kind of stuff. So, um, I'd say, like, the 1400s in that era. Yeah, so... Tell us a little bit about the witches and how Wicca and the witch hunts interact. So Wicca and the witch hunts don't interact at all. Okay. So uh, because of Wicca, like because Wicca is such a very new religion, it is technically based on old principles. Uh, but the witchcraft, like the witch hunt, didn't have anything to do with the new movement. Really, there were maybe some practices that were carried over from the old world into the new world, but. The witch hunts were just their own monster entirely. Right. Also bullshit, because if a woman just spoke too boldly to a man, she's a witch. There was also a ton of dudes <laughs> that died during that time, too. Lots yeah, of kids. True. Which yeah, really true. makes me mad. I did extensive studies on the witch hunts, and I just... I have the death tolls somewhere in a notebook in my house, and it's pretty even, yeah. actually. That is crazy. Yeah, so I it was a lot of, like, religious fear... A yeah. lot of doubt, mm-hmm. a lot of conversion that went wrong. Because uh, at that point, Christianity was becoming a superpower in the world, which their con- most of their conversion tactics were great. I don't, like, I'm not against Christianity. I'm not against anybody that follows it. Mm-hmm. They were brilliant in what they did. But at the same time, there were a lot of things, a lot of people that took advantage of it and did really terrible things. Right. Just use the power of it to get what they want. Yeah. Just like you were saying how there was that kind of conversion during that time for Christianity, is there kind of the same thing for Wicca? Not particularly. It depends going from coven to coven and group to group. I know a lot of covens will pass down their Book of Shadows or their Grimoire for the new initiate to copy out in its entirety which (laughs) sounds like a long time (laughs) Uh and I don't know a lot of people who have completed that that's just me being a solo practitioner for so long that I'm very separated from that right but 
if I was to help somebody through a conversion, it would be mostly, you know, as somebody who's been practicing for so long, just to help them out and fully understand what they're getting into and to help them find themselves within the craft. So did you go through one even though your mom I went through a small one when I was about 13. Mom completed a ceremony that would determine what type of witchcraft I would perform. So this doesn't necessarily have to do with Wicca. But it would determine if I would be a benefit to people or if I would hurt people. And when it comes to this ceremony, the stone either turns out white, gray, or black. And is it... It's kind of a basis of who you are yeah. in your soul. Kind For of? sure. Yeah. And she wasn't sure what was going to happen. You know, we're, we were all 13 at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, did she go through this too? No. Oh, okay. No, mom came into the craft when she was about 18. Right. Uh, mom's actually more focused on Christianity and First Nations practices. That's more her thing because that's how our family is. Okay. But with myself, with the stone initiation, it came back gray. So I was very balanced. So I will, yeah, I'll help people for sure mess with my family. And you're going to hear about it. (laughs) Like, that's just how it is. That's a really good way to be, though. I want to be that, too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to necessarily intentionally go out and hurt people. But if something happens and somebody goes out and intentionally hurts somebody that I care about or myself, yeah. I'll retaliate. Right. I have but... zero qualms. <laughs> <laughs> like, watch it. out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> and so, sorry, I'm just going to, one more thing. And so you are, um, you do practice tarot. Yep. All right, well, you do tarot? I'm not, yeah, oh. I can do tarot. I'm not fantastic at it, but. Whatever. That's okay. We, we aren't either. Perfect. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back with Megan, and you'll be hearing all about our tarot reading. How cool was that? It was amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much. Of course. Yeah, thank you. And so some of the traditional witchcraft that you practice, similar to what you've just shown us, is specific to the prairies. There there are a few people that are moving towards more prairie witchcraft, which can be related to cottage witchcraft. So the cooking, the 
gardening, the animals that are particular to the prairies. So that's something I'm really trying to bring an awareness of is magic that's specific to our area of the world. And do you find that most Wiccans or witches tend to do that with their areas as well? For sure. Yeah, I know a number of witches that have only ever lived in the city. They adapt to their surroundings. When you find witches or Wiccans, we're fairly adaptable people. So we'll just find magic with whatever is around us in our day-to-day life. So whether that be us living in the country or living in the city, we'll make it work regardless of where we're at. Well, thank you so much for being here, Megan. Absolutely. This yeah. is awesome. I've <laughs> learned a lot. Yeah. I'm glad. And I hope that you got something out of this as well. I yeah. always love talking about my journey. And, you know, if people want to learn more about it, I just want to be that helping hand or voice for people. Right. I'm willing to answer questions if people want help. Right. So because I know I was that person behind the computer or behind that book just wanting somebody to talk to right right, right. so i just want to be a help for people well awesome fantastic thanks again megan absolutely yeah. <laughs> good talk <laughs> That was Megan. Now we know everything about everything about what her life <laughs> is like to be a witch. Yes. <laughs> that was well said. Thank you. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> Very good. At least we know that black cats are a thing and so are familiars. Yes. So cool. That is good. And brooms are a thing. Brooms are a thing. Wands are to a thing. To sweep away b- badness, which I think everyone should just practice anyways, because I'm pretty sure that's in a variety of cultures. It is. So There's, um yeah, so a lot of the stuff that you see in Hollywood is just uh they just took it and made it completely different <laughs> <laughs> well which they do with everything That's Haley. True. <laughs> <laughs> so they do exist but they're not the same <laughs> like sex scenes in hollywood movies they're not they're not real no well porn isn't real either <laughs> what, do you, what are you like telling that? me Haley? porn's not real <laughs> oh my god no it's not i'm sorry what do i do then <laughs> you don't get paid <laughs> Okay, okay. (laughs) What's wrong with us today? Oh, man, I don't know. All right, well. We're in a good mood today. No kidding. Well, one thing we like to do to end the podcast is tell you where you should go to become a better you. (laughs) By helping the the community. Wow, we're really bad with words today. (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) I guess, do I go first? Okay. Okay, you go. Um, so Queen City Marathon is hella in need of volunteers right now for a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> for, uh, you know, just setting up and tearing down, handing out water, um, medical staff, cause just in case there's injuries from their runners, which I, I wouldn't even have thought of that, honestly. Don't Prepping, they? Okay. a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. They just need a lot of volunteers. So just go to Queen City Marathon online and apply to volunteer. Yeah. There. Go do that. Yes. Okay, mine's not a volunteer opportunity, but I do want you to go and support some local 
businesses in your community. And by not any local businesses, I'm thinking home-based businesses, businesses that maybe don't have their own storefront. Maybe it's your friend or your aunt or your Mm -hmm. sister or, you know, someone you work with, a coworker, Mm because everybody has these small based businesses. And so I'm going to just throw out one really cool place that I haven't got to check out, but I really want everyone else to, to go <laughs> to, but I'm going to go. Go I'm for go. me and then tell me oh, what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> um, is the store with these hands in Regina oh, on 13th. Yeah. yeah. And it's all home-based businesses. Mm-hmm. So you can go there and support local and support the person that's also local that created her own business to support other local businesses. If that's not community work, I don't know what is. Yeah, I don't know either. So go do that. <laughs> Also, another great thanks to our awesome band this week. In Darkness. In Darkness. Yes. We've loved it. It's been awesome. Megan, actually, uh, who we spoke with, was the one that got to recommend them to us. We really like to let our guests pick their own musical guests for their episodes because this is a community collaborative podcast Mm -hmm. the best we can make it getting everybody involved yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) and uh just remember this is two broke girls that acquired a microphone and that's how this happened bye guys (laughs) thanks for listening to us (laughs) messes (laughs) 